to Hotbox number 54. And uh, this one, if you're a follower of the piano series that we've been uh, slaving over for the last year or so, uh, you'll know that we've got a piano in the key of you. Um, that's uh, no surprise, therefore, that the uh, particular file is a very thin file. In fact, we've only one entry into it, and we'll come to that shortly. But the low yield in file U does give us the opportunity to fix up a couple of omissions from the last file, the file for the letter T. The first and maybe gravest omission from Hotbox 52, uh, which was the letter T, uh, was the great British pianist Stan Tracy. He died back in 2013, but he certainly proved that he was no slouch ten years earlier than that when he celebrated his 80th decade, sorry, his eighth decade, with a great trio recording accompanied by Andy Kleindert on the bass and Clark Tracy on drums, his own son. He had played in various bands in his early years, including the house band on transatlantic liners, the Queen Elizabeth and so on, and he became close to Ronnie Scott, working in Ronnie's own bands and becoming eventually the house pianist in the jazz club bearing Ronnie's name. His most famous recording was probably the music for Dylan Thomas's Under Milk Wood in 1965, but he went on from there to become increasingly experimental and as a result became the kind of go-to player and inspiration for many of the next generation of musicians in Britain. So here's Just Friends from that 2003 session and you'll hear his son taking a little drum solo as well. Just Friends.
Brian Tracy there, celebrating his eighth decade with quite a, a monkish sort of version of Just Friends. We'll have more from the T-File um, in a few minutes, specifically Dick Twardzik, a very tragic young man, and uh, Dan Trudell, who's uh, current, very current indeed. Now, the sole occupant of the file under the letter U is the veteran French pianist René Utrégé, now clocking in at 85 years old. He was for many years one of the pianists of choice for visiting jazz grandees coming to Utrégé's native France, so he got to play with and indeed tour with many. Uh, Don Bias, Buck Clayton, Lionel Hampton, all kinds of different styles, Stan Getz, to name just four. But perhaps um, his most famous association was with Miles Davis, uh, and that included uh, playing the piano parts uh, for Miles's famous recordings for the film Lift to the Scaffold. Well, of his later career, perhaps a standout was his 1980 appearance at the Antibes Jazz Festival in the south of France. That was with his own quintet. And we'll take a piece from that. He was undoubtedly a bebop pianist, as you will hear, playing right down the middle of that genre. Um, these live recordings are quite long, so I've taken the liberty of cutting a bit, tastefully, I hope. Um, we join the quintet in Miles Davis's composition, Solar, and René himself will tell you at the end who it was in the band. Solar by Miles Davis, therefore, played by René Utrégé and his quintet at the Antibes Jazz Festival in 1980. Thank you. 
Jean-François Janicla, Jean-Louis Chautan, Aldo Romano, Eric Lolan. And that was the sole filing under the letter U, René Ustreger and his band from the year 1980. And that leaves us going forward to the key of V and back to the key of T. So maybe a fragment from the ill-fated pianist Dick Twardzik. Uh, his entire recorded output fits onto one CD. And it doesn't take much of a deduction um, to realise what happened to him when you realise who he worked with. Um, he died at the age of just 24, by the way. Check out the company he kept, though. Serge Chaloff, Chet Baker, uh, both of whom were at least part of the time enslaved to heroin. Oh, and I almost forgot, Charlie Parker. Uh, Twarzik's addiction to heroin started when he was still a teenager and it ended with an overdose in Paris when he was on tour with the aforementioned Chet Baker's band. But none of that should really detract from his talent. Uh, trained classically and made his uh, debut classically um, professionally when he was just 14 and he had a rich imagination that proved very attractive to others in the era of bebop. And this is his own short piece. It's called Yellow Tango. <laughs> Thank you. 
back in 1954. That was Yellow Tango, recorded by and composed by the tragically short-lived Dick Twardzik. Well, because the letter V seems to be a popular opening digit in uh, surnames from Latin America, it won't be a surprise to find a lot of Latin rhythm from here on in. In the balance of this hot box, we'll start with the godfather of Cuban jazz, I guess, Chucho Valdez. For many years, he was the leader and inspiration for the extremely popular band Iraqueri. Uh, now he has a long, long-duration solo career. He remains an inspiration as touring and recording prolifically. And this is his quartet, uh, recorded in the village Vanguard in the year 2000. It's called Punto Cubano. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, the totally fantastic Chucho Valdez there. And uh, that was a live club performance, as you could hear, of Punto Cubano, which was his own composition, a real crowd-pleasing tour de force. Uh, his real name is Jesus Valdez, um, but uh, he's always known as Chucho. He's 78 uh, now, and uh, incidentally, we did feature his newest album, marvellous album, uh, called Jazz Butter, which is um, was in Hotbox uh, episode 41, I think. But anyway, let's keep the Latin groove going right now.
gig recording that one from uh, Dizzy's Club in the Lincoln Centre in New York. The pianist and composer of that piece, entitled Caribbean Tinge, incidentally was Elio Villafranca. That's also the album title, and it's uh, Elio's seventh album so far. He describes it as a synthesis of Duke Ellington's syncopated music and Jelly Roll Morton's Spanish Tinge, fusing the traditions of Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Haiti and Cuba with 21st century jazz. Elio himself hails from Cuba and uh, you don't need me to tell you what a fantastic band he put together for that 2014 appearance in jazz at Lincoln Centre in there, the nightclub there. Willie Jones and Lewis Nash were the drummers, Sean Jones and Terrell Stafford on trumpets, Vincent Herring on the alto, Greg Tardy was the tenor player, was plus five uh, drummers in the Congo, Barilo and Conga section. Great stuff.
another fine Cuban pianist, Manuel Valera, there with his 2009 offering, Numerico. That's from his album, Currents. Uh, James Jenis was on the electric bass and Ernesto Simpson, the very energetic drummer. Uh, Manuel was born in Havana, but uh, musically educated in the United States, and he's tended to stick to his Latin American roots, playing with the likes of Arturo Sandoval and Daphnis Prieto while also crossing uh, a lot of jazz boundaries, as you could hear. Well, by my count, he's got uh, 13 or 14 albums out to his name as a leader now, many more, of course, as a sideman. And that's uh, that's three Cuban pianists with the letter V starting their, their surnames uh, in a row. So how about a fourth? This is uh, Ramon Valle.
Ernesto Simpson again was the drummer, Omar Rodriguez Calvo was the bass, and our pianist from the V-File, Ramon Valle. He's described as a seasoned veteran now, being over 50, and he has, a, as you heard there, a more romantic side than some of his compatriots, which I think was illustrated well in that piece. The title of the piece was Es una Historia. Ramon Valle. Well, just when you thought it was safe to say we'd covered all the Cuban pianists in the key of V, um, here comes another one. David Virels. I have to confess that I didn't realise that he was Cuban uh, before I began getting this hotbox ready, uh, which rather begs the question, should his name really be pronounced Vireles and not Virels? I think it probably should. He's not out of the same mould as the other Cubans we've been listening to for the past 45 minutes or so, as you will hear. This is his song called Bianco Meco. Thank you. 
Bianco Meco, uh, which is the title of the song, but it was also descriptive of the Abakua drum that was used, and that also that particular rhythm pattern. You heard uh, two bass players, Thomas Morgan and Robert Hurst, on that. Uh, Marcus Gilmore was the drummer, and Ramon Diaz uh, was playing the Bianco Meco. David Vireles uh, was the leader of the band, an ECM recording artist for some years now. Uh, that piece was from his 2014 album, which is entitled Mboko. He hails from a very musical family, classical and otherwise, and was originally encouraged to broaden his horizons outside Cuba, outside Cuba by the flautist Jane Bunnett, uh, whom incidentally we heard from in Hotbox 53, if you were listening to that one. He played uh, with her for some years, as well as studying in her native Canada at university there. And uh, that just about closes the file tonight. It closes the file on the key of V. But we do have one more omission from the key of T, and that is Dan Trudell. Dan Trudell and his piano trio, uh, we'll just hear them in a moment, Joe Sanders and Matt Wilson, uh, bass and drums. Uh, Dan is best known as a Hammond organ master, which is why this album is entitled Dan Trudell Plays Piano, a strange title if you didn't already know that his organ playing was probably his biggest reputation. Uh, He's based in Chicago, and it's been my experience over the years that Chicago-based jazz musicians tend to struggle to get wider recognition in the U.S. and indeed around the world unless they head for the Big Apple. Great pity. Anyway, this is he, and we'll let him play us out of the piano files, closing the lid on the letters T, U and V. The next uh, Hotbox episode is episode 55, and is provisionally entitled Big is Best. Work that out. Uh, You'll be able to catch it in about two weeks' time here on jazzisland.ie and on Mixcloud and on Spotify. By the way, never forget that the only way to be bang up to date with what's happening in jazz in Ireland is to check regularly with jazzireland.ie. Meanwhile, if you have been, thanks for listening.
Thank you.